with the Environment in Focus, I'm Tom Pelton. The global plastics industry is booming, adding trash to our oceans, greenhouse gases to our atmosphere, and growing during the coronavirus pandemic because of the increased need for disposable gloves, cups, and bags. The epicenter of the U.S. plastics industry is along the Gulf Coast. There, about 60 miles west of New Orleans, in St. James, Louisiana, a Taiwanese company called Formosa Plastics is proposing to build North America's largest plastics factory on a former plantation site that includes an historic burial ground for slaves. The mostly African-American community of St. James is fighting to stop the $9 billion project, in part because of concerns that the plant's air and water pollution would jeopardize their health. Last week, a leader of those protests, Ann Rolfus, founder of the Louisiana Bucket Brigade, was arrested by police. Her crime? Six months earlier, as part of a day of activism to educate the public about the problem of plastic pollution and really bring the issue home, she placed a box of plastic waste, tiny pellets discharged from a Formosa plastics factory in Texas, on the porch of a home owned by a plastics industry lobbyist. Here's Rolfus. It's an abuse of the law to claim that that by leaving a box of their own product on their doorstep, we are somehow the bad guys. It's ridiculous and it's wrong. The police, working with the plastics lobbyist, didn't just charge the environmental activist with trespassing or some misdemeanor. They charged her with terrorism, a felony that carries up to 15 years in prison. The word terrorism has a shock value to it, as does the word felony. And so if their intent is to scare, harass, intimidate, and silence you, what better way to do that than by having the most intense sounding charge? And terrorism sounds terrible, so does felony. And so again, it's a page from their playbook. They want us to be quiet and just let this big plastics plant go in. The police department and the lobbyist declined to be interviewed for this program. But according to a copy of the arrest warrant, the police claimed that the lobbyist could have been frightened or potentially terrorized by a note left atop the package that said the pellets should not be consumed by children or pets, and so therefore were hazardous. To attorney Hina Shamsi of the American Civil Liberties Union and others, the incident was part of a more ominous recent national pattern. Law enforcement and the Trump administration are misusing the criminal justice system to intimidate protesters of all kinds, including those aligned with Black Lives Matter. Here's Shamsi. What we're seeing at the national, state, and sometimes local level is law enforcement and police using vague and overbroad statutes to essentially criminalize protest and dissent. A research organization called the International Center for Not-for-Profit Law has tracked 15 states, mostly led by Republicans, that have passed 24 new laws over the last four years, imposing harsh penalties on protesters who block traffic or try to slow the construction of oil and gas pipelines. Nick Robinson is an attorney with the center. Around the country, you know, we've been seeing activists and demonstrators being targeted by the government. The bottom line, what's really being manufactured here is not plastics, 
but an authoritarian system of government captured and controlled by corporations that is polluting American democracy. With the environment in focus, I'm Tom Pelton of the Environmental Integrity Project, author of The Chesapeake in Focus. This program is sponsored by the Abel Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own.